This podcast is brought to you by the College of Nursing at Brigham Young University. For more information about its programs, faculty, students, or alumni events, please visit nursing.byu.edu. Hey friends, have any of you thought about using your nursing skills to help someone overcome an addiction? Today we're going to learn more about Project Reality, which is a nonprofit substance use treatment program. Let's get into it. Hey guys, I'm Adia Hansen. And I'm Corbin Smith. Together we are going to explore the nursing profession. With exclusive interviews from nurses working in jobs you want to know about. Transferring info from one nurse to another. This is the College Handoff. Hey, what's up? Today, we have a special mix of guests for you guys. Our first guest is McKenna Hunsinger. She currently works with Project Reality, which is a local nonprofit that combats substance abuse and addiction. She'll talk to us about the unique care Project Reality provides for vulnerable populations and how you can get involved. Secondly, we have Tracy Long, a BYU nursing alumna and registered nurse for over 25 years. Throughout her career, she's worked in critical care, cardiology, and developed Spanish programs in health education and diabetes. And she currently teaches nursing at Nevada State College. We'll see what advice she has for you. Sweet. So now we have McKenna Hunsinger. McKenna, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. So McKenna, she works for an organization called Project Reality, and we're going to talk to her a little bit about that today. But before, McKenna, can you introduce yourself a little bit for the people who are listening? Yeah, of course. So my name is McKenna Hunsinger. I am currently a nursing supervisor with Project Reality. I have been with Project for about a year and a half now. Um, before that, I worked in maternity nursing, so quite a bit different, quite a quite a term. Um, and previous to that, I was a nursing student. I graduated from Westminster in 2015. Awesome. So just to kind of start off, could you kind of give us a rundown of what Project Reality is and what their purpose is? Yeah. So we are a nonprofit outpatient substance use treatment program, a little bit of a mouthful. And um, we've been serving Utah since about 1971. Um, what we do is we provide long-term personalized care to patients suffering from substance use disorder. Um, and we do that through both mental health and physical health services. So we provide methadone, suboxone, and Vivitrol, as well as counseling. Awesome. So in Project Reality, can you explain to us a little bit more in detail what are the services that you offer to your patients and the people that come in hoping to kind of get their life back on track? Um, So the patients who come in suffer from substance use disorder. These are primarily patients who are using opioids, but many of our patients are multi-substance users. Um, We are an outpatient facility, so the patients do not stay at our facility. Um, Instead, they come in either daily or less frequently based on their stage in recovery to receive their medication and to receive therapy. Um, A lot of these patients do, however, attend a residential facility where they do stay. 
and we partner with those facilities to still provide them counseling and medication. Okay, that's awesome. What is it that makes Project Reality like different than other opioid treatment programs that may be in Utah or across the nation? I think something that we do that's really special is um, coordinate with different residential facilities where they are staying so that they're able to receive our services as well as have a safe place to stay where they do get more support. And we also coordinate with primary care providers, um, OBs at the University of Utah through a program called SuperRad that provides care to mothers with substance use disorder so that they have a safe pregnancy and babies stay safe the whole time. We also um, work with the jail, which is kind of interesting to provide inmates um, medication while they're in there and kind of continue care through their jail time so that they are able to come out and have a little bit more support on the other side. So McKenna, you are a nurse. You mentioned at the beginning that you worked a little bit with maternity nursing. Am I right? Yes. So now you're working with Project Reality, and I wanted to know what the difference is from your perspective from working as a maternity nurse in the hospital and now working with an organization like Project Reality. It's a very different type of nursing. I mean, similar aspects as far as right medication, using the five rights, making sure that we're providing appropriate patient care. Um, but kind of a different situation as far as how long we are able to know and treat the same patients. That's something I've really enjoyed about Project Reality is being able to really watch a patient recover and develop new skills, gain more confidence, and really change their life. Um, something that I always wanted when working as a hospital nurse was to be able to see my patients past that 12-hour shift, maybe three 12-hour shifts that I got to interact with them. Um, and I really like that Project Reality has a lot of follow-through, and I can actually watch that process play out. Is Project Reality's influence on these these patients go beyond even the healing aspect? Does it go um, into the real world type things that these people may struggle with getting back into a sense of normalcy? Yeah, most definitely. We've got a great team of counselors and a great team of case managers who really help our patients with these steps. The the therapy and the medication also help patients take these steps as they start to feel less withdrawal symptoms. They're able to more emerge themselves in improving their quality of life, finding primary care. Um, primary care is definitely something that we really push at Project Reality because we understand that in order to treat our patients. We also need to treat the whole patient, so patients with a lot of other conditions that need treatment. Um, we really like to get that addressed, so we make sure that our therapy is in line with their general health therapies as well. That's awesome. It's like, it seems like it's a, a big network of people working together for the benefit of the community, and that is powerful in and itself. It really is. So I wanted to, so a lot of the people that are listening 
are current nursing students, and they're looking for different ways that they can volunteer. Maybe those who are graduating are looking for different and unique opportunities that they can apply their nursing efforts and their nursing talents. So if so, talking now to the students, how can a nursing student or a recent nursing graduate get involved with Project Reality? For nursing students, I know that we do take nursing students from some schools. We partner with some schools to send nursing students to our clinic. If that's something you're interested in, that's something you can definitely bring to your professors and see if that can be coordinated. I think the biggest thing nursing students can do is really take the time in school to educate themselves on substance use disorder, really understand it. So when they step into the nursing field, they're just another person reducing the stigma and bringing in a really educated nursing approach to every patient that they care for. What is the most fulfilling thing that you feel like you've been able to be a part of during your time in Project Reality? Um, I think that the most fulfilling aspect for me personally has been been being able to work with our pregnant mothers. Um, Coming from a maternity background in general, that's always been something I've been passionate about. And um, in my previous work, I did work with a lot of mothers that suffered from substance use disorder. So for me, being able to really be present and interact in that process of not only helping mom, but helping the baby as well, and kind of giving a fresh start, partnering with other facilities and um, introducing some more stability, trying to help find stable housing. It's just really gratifying to know what a big role that this plays in people's lives. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on our show and taking the time to talk to us today, McKenna. Perfect. Thank you for having me on the show today. It's been really fun, and I love getting the message out there about what we do. Yeah, and if you want to learn more about Project Reality, you can. they have a website that you can go find, and they also have an Instagram account that you guys can go and follow to learn a little bit more about Project Reality and what they do, and maybe even find opportunities to put, apply your services or volunteer for them as well. Thank you very much. Have an awesome day. You as well. Hey guys, make sure to go follow the podcast's Instagram account at the college handoff. You'll get to see sneak peeks before each episode comes out and pictures of our guests. We are lucky enough to have Tracy Long here with us. She is a nurse educator. She earned her two degrees at BYU, go Cougars, in both nursing and Spanish, and she served her mission in Colombia. So we're so excited to have you here, Tracy. Can you tell us a bit about yourself? Well, first of all, for all of you nurses and nursing students listening, you're in the best profession of the world. It's totally true because I love being a nurse and I love teaching nursing students to become the next generation of awesome nurses. So what's even better than being a nursing student or a nurse is being a nursing student at BYU. So seriously, we got stuff to talk about. So Tracy, as a student at BYU... How did you decide that you wanted to become a nurse? So one reason I decided to become a nurse was a basic GE course in anatomy. It was Professor Vandegraaff, who was amazing at BYU. 
he would make a lecture on cellular mitosis feel like a spiritual experience. And I remember at that point just feeling like, whoa, this is resonating as real truth to me. And then he was also going through intestinal cancer at the time that I was taking the course. And so he would come back and he would talk about how impressed he was with the nurses, not the doctors, but with the nurses who really had the empathy, the compassion, the knowledge of, uh, and really made a difference for him. Because I esteemed him so highly and he esteemed nurses so highly, I thought, wow, I think I want to be a nurse. So Tracy, tell me a little bit about your missionary work in South America. So it really kind of goes back to when I was uh, a full-time missionary in Colombia, South America. I remember feeling like, oh man, I want to bring nurses back because there is some big need here. And so even back then, I thought, I got to do this. I also wanted to duplicate BYU's Awesome Global Health Program, which didn't exist when I was there about 100 years ago. And so that was absolutely the right thing for me to do and had an amazing experience in Colombia, South America, where I got to do both proselyting and work as a health welfare missionary because we would be teaching people, hey, if you're going to, you know, urinate upstream, don't take the water that you're going to drink downstream. Or we would go into a person's home and um, see, you know, just really uh, unhygienic kind of conditions and be able to just teach them some basics about like covering their food or their meat so that they wouldn't have like a fly army on top of it, you know. So that was my first beginning uh, also of like global health and getting to see really community health in that kind of a setting. What is your favorite part of teaching? I love watching nursing students become a nurse. Because when you graduate and walk across the stage, that's not the moment you became a nurse. You become a nurse for those two years in the program where you're learning to think like a nurse. And you know those moments when you're starting to look at people on campus and you're already diagnosing that, right? When you're seeing the guy with the really bulging veins, you're like, man, I could totally get that. <laughs> you're becoming a nurse every week, every week as you go through assignments, and simulations, clinical, and that's super fun is to watch that whole process and to be a small part of that. I love it because the world needs you as a nurse, but we need smart nurses, compassionate nurses, and nurses that think beyond themselves and um, can really help people heal. So Tracy, after 25 years of nursing experience, what do you feel is the most important thing that you can teach your students? We help nurses and nursing students see the world and global health that you would never see from a textbook. I love watching nurses' eyes just open up and go, whoa, I had no idea about this need or this disease or this treatment or how to really communicate in someone's dirt floor home about health. And so I love it. So I also love traveling. And so traveling with nurses is really one of my favorites. Um, and so that's one of the many things that you can do with a nursing degree beyond just a code brown or doing uh, even floor nursing in the hospital. So that's one thing I hope that you will glean from this little web, this uh, interview is that the world opens up as soon as you have an RN after your name. So Tracy, what resources at universities do you feel that nursing students should really make sure that they have access to while they're in their undergrad? 
Ooh, that's a good question. Resources are always a good thing to have. Just being a BYU student, I hope you know that the entire faculty wants you to succeed, and they have spent a lot of money and actually sacred money in the form of tithes that go to the university or church system to help you and make sure that you succeed and that you pass. And so, yes, there's a learning center, and yes, the simulation center, and yes, your lab and open lab to practice those skills, but then also recognize that you've got uh, other personal counseling. You've got even the health center as a resource. I know that sounds silly, but maybe even shadowing that's available. I actually worked for a, uh, I was a research assistant while I was a student and, and worked for a nurse practitioner. And that was great just to kind of shadow and watch her. Um, and even if it's not for pay, you guys have opportunities to work as a NAP, uh, a nurse apprentice in the hospital. Um, even being able to work as a TA tutor for the lower class nursing students might be yeah. an opportunity. So those are just some of the resources that I can think of off the top of my head, in addition to uh, getting involved with whatever kind of clubs that keep you well balanced, in including student alumni. Serious. So I'm actually the Southwest Region Director for BYU Alumni, and we are so impressed with the student BYU alumni and uh, they are making some really nice connections that might be something you want to do. That's awesome. What advice would you give to BYU nursing students? One of the great things about being a nurse and in medicine in general is it is always changing and there are lots of opportunities. And so that would be a little tidbit of advice is the more little alphabet soup you could throw behind your name and certification is always a good thing because I will have headhunters contact me pretty much weekly because they'll see my resume or they'll see different things and they'll say, hey, we've got something for you. So that's really nice. So once you graduate, you students are going to have a BSN RN and that's going to put you one step above other nurses who don't have that bachelor's. So good on you for picking a great program and getting that done. Awesome. We are so glad that we got to talk to you today. Thanks so much, Tracy. Have a good one. Just good. Okay, we're at the conclusion of another great episode. I'm so sad I wasn't able to make it for either of the interviews, but a huge shout out to Emily who interviewed Tracy. Corbin, what were some of your highlights from this episode? Well, I really feel like I came to understand what addiction really does to people. Um, addiction takes away agency. Addiction makes it so somebody can't live the life that they really want to live. And I feel like there aren't enough people in the world or aren't enough organizations in the world that go out and dedicate their whole entire life and all of their efforts into helping these people. And I loved learning a little bit more about Project Reality and what they do, how they do it, and the tons of different ways that they do it as well, that they help people beyond the hospital. And I think that is incredible because it's a concerted effort that needs to go beyond the hospital and needs to go beyond just the simple health care. Thank you so much, Corbin, for sharing that. Thank you all for listening, and we hope you have a great week. See ya. See ya.